Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Hey guys, so it's that time of year. Time to start thinking about our end of year planning. Get your checklist ready. Right, like uh, the countdown to Christmas, right? Uh, That's not quite what we're talking about today. But we are going to take some time to really take inventory of the things that we should be focusing on here at the end of the year. So financial advisors, it's really important that you take time with your clients, go through some of the things that can totally derail a plan, things that you should be checking on at least annually. We're going to give you the top three things today. So. Welcome back, everybody. It's Jamie Mom. Got my co-host Josh Watson. We're back for season three of the Advisor Arena podcast, and we've got a new face with us, Tony Shore, who is our engineer <laughs> co-host. Sometime we're going to have him do the California weather report for you, just as a special <laughs> treat. Uh, but he's fabulous. So, Tony, thanks for joining us for the new season. Well, Jamie and Josh, it's great to be here. I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. I'm looking forward to it. I've been a fan. I listen to every episode. And uh, Jamie, you always uh, bring a lot of great wisdom to the show. And Josh, I know you're just on here for your good looks and charm. Um, (laughs) That's right. That's obvious, uh, I think, uh, to everyone. But thanks. I I look forward to it. Uh, What are we talking about? Year-end reviews today, Jamie? Yeah, but not just year in reviews, right, Josh? I mean, there's some things that we want to make sure that our advisors really get specific with, that they're intentional, and it it would be easy to get lost in all of the things that you could review. So we're going to talk about the top three things that we recommend all advisors go through with their clients to make sure that these, you know, best laid plans that we all work so hard for don't get totally derailed by something. So Josh, what's your number one? So um, I would say number one thing you want to do is do a financial inventory for clients. Um, So that's always a must. You definitely want to be consistent. Like you said, be intentional with it. Do those annual reviews. This is the time, uh, especially now with the market volatility and what all is going on. So that would be my number one. You definitely want to bring them back in. I would do a color of money, uh, have them do a risk analysis and spell. That, that's where I would start. So that's an easy one, right? Using the color of money to just really reevaluate the asset allocation and make sure it's all still in line with our goals, that nothing has changed. Things can pop mm-hmm. up during the year. Maybe somebody got an inheritance or somebody got a divorce or you never know uh, a death in the family. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen that people don't always think to make their financial advisor aware of. So taking time to reevaluate the asset allocation and make sure we're still in line with their goals and their time frame, really easy with the color money risk analysis tool that we give people. So that one I, I agree with. You've got to do that at least annually. At least. Yes, exactly. And it, it, like you, you said, I mean, life happens, things change. So that's definitely a must. That'd be my number one must right there. And sometimes it's just a discussion on getting emotions in check, right? So if we had a really great year in the market, which I hope comes back again someday, but if we had a really great year in the market, then we potentially have these extra gains that maybe threw us off balance. Maybe now 
we're not allocated quite in line with our risk tolerance. That's not necessarily where we've been this year, but it might be an emotional um, trigger that people are thinking, ah, I've got to, I've got to change my course here. And maybe that's not actually uh, conducive to their long-term goals, but we just need to talk through that and remind them of what, you know, how they really feel in the long-term, not just because I've been watching the news and everything seems like doomsday. So I love doing the camera. I'll tell you the second for me is beneficiary reviews. And that may seem really obvious, but man, it can be a heartbreaking thing to get wrong. I agree. That's uh that's a big one. I mean, like you said, I mean, life does change. So, um, and that's one that's often overlooked. Like it's such a big deal, but it often times gets overlooked. People don't understand it. There's per stirpes, there's per capita, you know, uh, there's contingent beneficiaries, primary beneficiaries. So it's a big one. People don't, don't understand how all that works. So that is a must do. You're exactly right. I just had a heartbreaking scenario happen. And I know we talk about this, you know, advisors warn people of this and we talk about it in our seminars and in our marketing. Um, but I, I had this just play out in real life just this week. I had a referral. It was a woman whose husband recently died and he was killed unexpectedly in a car accident. So, of course, her life has been completely upheaved. She's not been involved in their financial planning or in, in anything with their finances. His mother had left he and his sister an inherited IRA. Sister had recoded hers, gone about her life. He hadn't done anything with his yet. He hadn't actually moved it to his name. It was still just sitting in a brokerage account waiting for him to do it when he passed. So I get this referral, contact an attorney. Um, you know, we think we work through everything where, you know, in the state that they live, yes, surviving spouse should get it. We think we have everything all outlined. As we went back, though, and looked at mom's application, she didn't check the box that said purse piece. She didn't say it wasn't. She didn't check per capita, but it defaults to per capita if you don't specifically oh. say purse piece that surviving spouse now doesn't get any of that money. It's going to the sister. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh. The sister didn't want that to happen either, you know, but there's literally now nothing they can do. She could gift it. Yes. But the wife you know, lost the opportunity to do the um, stretch IRA to defer paying taxes on it. The only option now is that sister has to take it and they have to tr somehow try to sort it out together, which we lose all tax benefits. And wow. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so beneficiary reviews, if you have a trust, make sure you actually have the trust named as beneficiaries. If you have minor kids, know what the impact of that is going to be. If you have any kind of contractual accounts that can name a beneficiary, you should review those annually. Make sure, Josh, like you said, the primary, the contingent, everything is exactly what you want, that you didn't miss checking a box. Um, but that can be a really easy thing to overlook and it's so easily avoidable. Right. And there's uh, things like deaths uh, that occur in families and then things need to be changed. Uh, obviously, uh, yep. when there's a death in the family and that recently happened my grandfather, who was 101, who had changed his will many times and he died of old age. He he did great right up until the end, too. Uh, uh, he just finally his body gave out, but he was active up until the end, which is good. But. He had had a son, one of his four children passed away 
uh, but that person's name was still in the will. So then there's that contingency to deal with. Mm -hmm. Does it go to his daughters and, uh, you know, it can't go directly. And so uh, it's interesting. And I know that uh, sometimes advisors might not always remember to bring up these things, but in every meeting, beneficiary designations has to be at the top of the list, you know, to double check those. Yep. So end of year, make it something that you just do every single time your clients will be thankful for it. Yeah. I think, I think my third would be making sure you're not missing opportunities for either reducing taxes, right? End of year planning where taxes are concerned or missing opportunities for tax diversification because that can play a big role in how things plan or pan out for the future. And usually it's decisions we have to make by the end of the year. Sometimes there's a little grace there, but end of year tax filing date, if we haven't done it, we've lost the opportunity then for that year. Totally agree. That's a, that's a huge one. And you just look at the, what's going to happen with taxes here, you know, in two or three years too, they're going to go back up, right? So tax cuts go away. So this is really the time to start preparing for that and uh, laying the groundwork for that. And, you know, taxes affect everything from your social security uh, and how much you, you know, you receive there to your Medicare. I mean, it it's, it makes a huge impact on a retiree's uh, complete financial plan. So that is a huge one, making sure you're diversified and, you know, you can take advantage of when taxes are higher, you can take advantage of a Roth or uh, something along those lines. So that's a big one for sure. Well, and you just said something there. So assuming that taxes are going to be higher in the future, well, then obviously it would be kind of a, a no brainer to take advantage of Roth conversion opportunities. But that's the big question. Right. And I, I think people forget as much as we hate paying taxes and we get upset about, you know, how much we are paying in taxes. We're actually in historically low tax rates right now. So the likelihood that they are going to be higher in the future, probably pretty good. So when markets are down, right, it's sometimes painful. We don't want to do anything, but a partial Roth conversion, even just a portion of it. If you convert that money when the markets are down, of course, you're paying less in taxes because the account value right now is less. And if you can do a, you know, a periodic partial conversion, maybe you're converting just enough to keep from bumping you into that next tax bracket. And you do that over a period of years that's being intentional with what are my opportunities here to really take advantage of how things are right now. And you've got to do it before you miss the deadline to do so. Um, and I, I've heard this, I know we probably all have, but a lot of times you go to your, your CPA, your tax preparer, well, they're just looking in the rear view mirror, right? They're just, it's too late. It's, it's, they're just going to now make the best of the decisions you've already made. Your financial advisor should be helping you look forward. You know, this end of the year, the financial inventory, the checklist, we should be looking for opportunities like this. So missed opportunities for tax deductions or tax reductions or tax diversification in the future. I think that's my number three. So we went through the top three. Anybody want to throw a bonus one in there? Anything that you think we missed? Well, I just want to talk about the, the number three you just mentioned really quick. And that is, you know, when taxes are on sale like they are now and now is the time and this is the time of year 
to talk with your clients and and for uh, viewers and listeners who uh, want to do this for themselves, it is the time to consider Roth conversions, things like that. And that's a key thing that your advisor should be talking with you about right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to tie this all up, the only other thing I would mention, and it's not really a, a top three, but it's this can be a little overwhelming. It can feel overwhelming for clients on where to start. What do I even do? But it can probably also feel a little overwhelming to advisors. You know, you're already trying to fit in all these appointments. Well, how do you meet with every client that you have to do a financial inventory? You should use technology uh, in your favor. So we've got a uh, a huge opportunity to help automate to um, one, help your clients be aware this is something they should be reaching out to you on so they can be proactive, giving them checklists to help them get started, automating reminders to you and to your clients that these are the things we need to review. You could even automate sending out like the calmer that you talked about, Josh, or you know, uh, reviewing beneficiaries. There's a lot of things that you could use technology for that would make this much more efficient and ensure that everybody is well taken care of. 100% agree. I think technology is key to this whole thing. The other thing, uh, just going back to, you know, your story with the beneficiaries, um, that, that ties right in with what we're doing with enhanced planning and making sure that, you know, that if somebody needs a trust, they've got that trust, knowing the difference between an irrevocable trust, a revocable trust, um, how probate works, all those types of things. So that's another big one. I think uh, that really ties in with this. Everybody should go out there and watch those videos because it is really, really good information. And um, they, there were things I didn't know. And so that, that's the other thing I want to throw out there in regard to that. Yep. Good bonus. And we'll come back to that on future episodes because that's a big topic. One that we could probably mm -hmm. do a, you know, a, a multi episode series on. So we promise we'll come back to that. Uh, but in the meantime, if any of you are listening, think, boy, I really need some help implementing this, getting organized with what I want to reach out to my clients on, ensuring that they feel well taken care of and we're not letting anything slip through the cracks email Josh or I. You just go to the advisor arena at gradientib.com. That is our team email address. Let us know that this is something that you want help with. We're always here to help you. And we're excited to be back for the new season. We'll come back to you each week. So watch your emails for episodes. Make sure you subscribe. So when a new episode drops, you get notified. And we always appreciate if you go in and rate and review. And of course, you want to give Tony a rating and review now that he's joined. So we've got <laughs> well, to include him. Well, Jamie, I was worried. Uh, I want to tell you guys that uh, when Jamie sent me the email that she wanted me to be on the show and I saw, she just said, uh, we need you to be on with Josh and I on the AA podcast. I thought <laughs> I saw AA and thought it was an intervention. Um, I, I thought, uh oh, here we go. Uh, but no, I appreciate it. And Jamie, before we go, give that address uh, that was kind of quick. Give the contact web address there again. Yep, absolutely. It's the Advisor Arena at gradientib.com. All right. Well, hey. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Advisor Arena with our hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson.